Okay, the next is done. Okay, uh, let me find the last. Ah, uh, yeah, John. Feature. Wait, go back up. There. No, no, that is that his thing. This. No, no. the little things, but. What? This. No, I was. I thought they're. Uh... Right there. How do you say what? There. That's the one I found. The thing in your hand. That is the one I found. Okay, can we record, honey, instead of you playing uh, the by now? Let me see the by now. Maybe the by now. <laughs> right oh, there, there's, one. there's one more. Let me just find this one more. We discuss the things we watched, listened, played, and read throughout the week. It's Monday, May 22nd, 2023. I'm Benjamin Abaya, and joining me today, you can find both of them hanging out with the Barbarian, a Paladin, and Sorcerer, and a Druid as they campaign their way through the land of Neverwinter. Or you can find them on their YouTube series, Date Night. Please welcome John and Audrey Abaya. Hey, hey guys, I'm trying to find a log on Zelda.com yes. so I can have 100 points on my Nintendo Switch, whatever. I think you're, missing the, you're missing the second one, so it must be on the second page, right? Because I don't know. One, two, three, four, five, right? So visas, I went to features and yeah. I still couldn't find it. Mm-hmm. But what, ben, what do you mean a log? Like I'm thinking about so, like a wooden so log. Here, yeah, it is a wooden go, log to make a rack. So if you go on Nintendo or Zelda.com, if you go scroll all the way to the bottom, you get my Nintendo points and it says, uh oh, this river is too wide to swim across. Find all five hidden objects on this website to help Link build a raft and earn 100 My Nintendo Platinum points as a reward. I found four of the five. It's, it's a log. It's literally a log. I'll explain that more when I talk about Zelda. So, yeah. but what, what, do you, what if you can't find it because they don't want you to have the points? Oh, maybe. Like, you know, maybe trick. that's 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 messed up. <laughs> it's like that. I yeah. don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm giving up right now, but. Um, I might be I might be just looking at this website while everyone talks. It's <laughs> 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 going to be a riveting uh, Zelda talk. <laughs> talking about how when and when did Zelda become Fortnite? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'll, I'll talk about that more too. Yeah, we do. We do. Uh, what do you call it? Dive down as <laughs> a thing. What really? Like you dive? Like you're into uh, you open you're in the map? sky? So you dive. Oh yeah, I mean that was from the Breath of the Wild. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, can't wait. Uh, speaking of Zelda, yeah, that's going to be part of our weekly roundup where John's going to discuss the Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom. So it is. It is clarified. It's Tears of the Kingdom, not Tears of the Kingdom. Mm, yes, it's Tears. What? Okay. Tears. Would it make tears? sense if it was Tears? Tear. I think it's Tears, like levels, and also eye tears. Could be Ooh, okay. Down, like I didn't even think crack. about that. That's like she. Stones are crying. So it's a, a double tondron. Is that what a double entendre? Yeah. It's also what I've I've seen. I haven't seen anyone actually observe this on any social oh, so media. Oh, you're, you're, you're an exclusive? Yeah. Tears yeah. of the Kingdom indicates all the players crying because every time they do make something, it fails. And we're like, oh my God, why did oh, okay. I Okay, that makes a lot of sense too. <laughs> what? You what never saw me... You see me play where I try to do something cool, like grab an object and try to kill a... Person and all of a sudden, 
a enemy will just hit me back of the head and literally I'm crying. Not literally, but I'm crying because because you are a bad player. Yeah, yes, yes. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> all these other players are bad too. Oh, uh, because they're trying so to only build bad some. people, un unequipped people, not good game players play, and they make it sad. That's what it yep. sounds yep. like. Yeah. Tears of the players, right? Am I right, guys? No, okay. I think tears well, of a cake. Like yeah. you get to bake a cake. Do you ever get to bake when you're at that little? Pot? No, it's always cook. Savory. It says the word cook. They should add that for the next. Well, bacon game. is cooking. Yeah, I feel like this new Zelda game was going to turn out to be uh, Animal Crossing. I thought you said dud. I was like, Ben, I have news for you. (laughs) Well, before we talk about that, we also (laughs) have horror in a high desert, uh, part one and two, it looks like. It's a movie or documentary. I don't know. What do you call this? They're Uh, movies. They're movies. A movie. Okay. They're movies. Found footage. That's what you're trying to. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was actually thinking about. And we're going to also discuss, or probably me going to mention mostly the television series Silo, which is on Apple TV Plus right now. Um, but before all that, again, we're going to talk about another video game for trailer talk. And uh, oh, yeah, our main discussion will be Dungeons and Dragons Honor. Wait, what was that title? <laughs> Among Thieves. Yes, you, you were Among Thieves. Among Thieves. Yeah, oh, I like to call it close. D&D Hat. That's what I like to call it. Oh. D&D Hat. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what you like to call it. They, <laughs> they should have uh, marketed that way more for people. Yeah. <laughs> Not enough people were wearing hats, though. But there was a uh, there's a over the head item that is important in the movie i don't know if you call oh, that yes. hat though yeah <laughs> that beanie that one woman wears throughout the film no no i was thinking about the helmet the helmet <laughs> i know i know the helmet but i'm saying that she used oh she, i thought she was you guys meant beanie. the character that looked like link no 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 i didn't remember that yeah. in the the what we're talking about yeah <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, well, before that, we will we do have a trailer talk this week. This week's trailer is Mortal Kombat One. There is always something worth fighting for. That is a clip of Mortal Kombat One. If you're a uh, if you're fond to uh, gruesome uh, ASMR, is that what it's called? ASMR. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Anything with yeah. sound is ASMR. Yeah, sounds. Uh, that is uh, that is uh, probably wonderful to listen to you. Um, but yeah, so it is developed and published by oh no, developed by Nether Realm Studios and published by Warner Brothers. Directed by. Of course, Ed Boom, who's the one of the originate, originators of the Mortal Kombat series. Uh, this is a soft re- reboot, apparently, because this is coming off of Mortal Kombat 1. So we're going to get the central characters of oh, Mortal Kombat 11, I guess. Uh, I don't I don't follow Mortal Kombat games as much as when it comes Same to storylines. <laughs> so um, it might be confusing to some people, probably, if you're calling it Mortal Kombat 1. But hey... They do it in movies now. Uh, there's uh, two screen movies now. There's two. There's probably a couple Halloween two, movies. There's what three about, Halloween what about, movies. Uh, Fast and the Furious and The Fast and The Furious. Yes, yeah, that and one's that's also a whole, uh, whole different movie. Too. Yeah. It's like when you talk to friends, like, have you seen Fast and the Furious? You mean the or non-the? It's like the <laughs> yeah. Fast and the Furious? No, I say non-the. That's um, but it's fo- following that same, I guess, uh, p- not pattern, but the naming conventions uh, as other reboots have been doing in the past. So uh, it looks like I don't really want to, don't know how to describe this game actually, but the key players are back from the first Mortal Kombat, Liu Kang, 
Scorpion, Sub Zero, Raiden, Johnny Cage. Um, wait, is did they I don't show... think Raiden is there? Is that Raiden? Th- I think that's Raiden, isn't it? Raiden? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's supposed well, to be Raiden. They re- the... If they redid it, uh, Raiden left, and Liu Kang is the new uh, Thunder. So you God. think that's a different person then, probably? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it's a man with a pointy hat. I don't know. Yeah, that could possibly because uh, I also noticed there's no Sonya Blade. She's one of the original mm-hmm. characters, but I don't there's think no, they there's no her. white people there. It's only yeah, it's, yeah, li- right. it's literally in the <laughs> they're not in Earth realm. That's true. Oh yeah, yeah. this is a different probably realm dimension. This is when they're in. Um, yeah, um, the descriptor is says here that it is um, trying to find what was I, I just saw this actually. Uh, so there's only it. it shows here. I oh, see. here it is. What was it going to say? Oh, no, no. The character, because I guess it was leaked on Amazon, Italy, apparently. They show playable characters. Um, I want to see if you know how to say these names. Quan Chi, yeah. Omni-Man. I, wait, some of these people are characters from uh, Warner Brothers itself. Because these are characters from either WB Universe or Vertigo. Wait, oh, yeah, okay. because you know how they, they work with each other. So I'm yeah, going to yeah. just name the obvious um Mortal Kombat characters. Quan Chi, Ermac, Takeda, 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 Tremor, Johnny Cage, Chameleon, uh, Mavado, and Fira. I'm assuming those are mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat characters. And then there's, they always do like these DLC packs. With, so they show Omni-Man, Peacemaker, and Homelander. Okay. And yeah, John I could see. Oh yeah, and John Claude Van Damme makes a special. Skin oh okay, that's interesting. That. Because <laughs> he he uh, played um, uh, Guile in <laughs> and another. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And another franchise. But you know the history of, of John Claude Van Damme, right? With Mortal Kombat. No. no, I don't know. Oh, so the history is that they wanted him to do the mocap or whatever of Johnny Cage in the original one, but he didn't they want to at him. the time. No, yeah. well, no. Yeah, at the time he's like a big Hollywood studio. He didn't think about. And then later on, in different times, Ed Boon would go up to him, and he still didn't want to do it. Like, I think the most recent Mortal Kombat Nine, when they do like the reboot again, or like the soft reboot again in Mortal yeah. Kombat, one of them they change the timelines again. Um, but yeah, they they didn't do that, and then now I guess he decides to have a skin. They peeled off his skin and put it on Johnny Cage. I mean, Sylvester <laughs> did it. Uh, uh, Arnold did it. <coughs> So many people That's have true, done it. Yeah, there's a lot it's of people so have done it. Yeah, uh, yeah. It looks like the description here. I'm just re- reading on off of Wikipedia, but it's updated. It is a reboot of the series and is set in the new era timeline created by Liu Kang after he attained godhood in Mortal Kombat 11. Yeah, he's wow, Thunder God now. Yeah, um, I'll start with. Uh, I'll actually start with Audrey. What's your thoughts about? Uh, are Are you going to play this game? And your thoughts about Mortal Kombat in general? Um, I don't really play the Mortal Kombat games. I I do. It isn't the type of game I like because it's just uh for me. I played as a like a button smash game. Um, but I do actually. I've I've uh, watched all of the Mortal Kombat's as how do you say cutscenes? Yeah, like, cut like scenes. a story, like a movie. Really. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cinematics. So because uh, they're fun to watch, they're interesting. The Especially stories. the last like four, right? Mm-hmm. They they actually have a good story. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's why I knew the the that that was Luke King, not Raiden, because Raiden has white hair and he doesn't have that. And mm-hmm. the only time they have different color hairs is when they're um or the red eyes is when they're the evil. The I forget what it's called now, but like when they're the the dead, the undead versions of themselves. But um, 
yeah, I know that Liu Kang wants to take over, but he's also kind of poisoned in the same way that kind of Raiden was, where you get like, um, uh, if you're not with me, you're against me sort of thing. But I find it interesting that it's just going to be in, um, oh, I can't even think of any of the names now of the places that they live in. Uh, it looks like it's just in Adinia, which is where, um, what's her name? Katana. Katana uh, and stuff, her thing is. Um, but it would be interesting to see all the old uh which bads which big bads they bring back to like what's going to be the reason why mm-hmm. they're fighting because if they're not fighting other realms and there's no point to mortal combat it's the only reason why they fight because they fight all the always all the realms want to fight each other mm-hmm. sort of thing that's true yeah yeah but um i'm really interested to see the dlc that's one of the favorite parts of um these types of games is to see the dlc and to see the um their finishing moves. There's usually three or four different kinds, I think, when they do that. Um, but with Jean-Claude Van Damme, with him not really... He doesn't have a movie character where he's, like, supernatural or super killy, I think. I know he fights, but... You know, that's Sp- true. Like, Sylvester Stallone had, like, a big machine gun in Rambo. Arnold, of course, had guns in Terminator. Yeah. I can't personally I think of a Jean-Claude Van Damme movie where he had a big... Uh, I'm assuming, like, his... Thing. Move will be like doing the splits somehow, kind of like there's two people, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that'd be and fun. then like grab your balls and then squeeze them, it has yes, <laughs> punch has them. Has Mortal Kombat been this bloody? Because it seems like much, but no, it's <laughs> no, the last two were very oh, really? bloody. This yeah. one seems so outrageous, like especially him splitting in the very well. I'm, I'm interested to see the gameplay or the cutscenes from. Or what is that called? Like when you get, I think this not one a looks quick more time realistic. Not, not 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 the quick time events that happen, but like when when when, when you engage in the finishing move and you actually stop playing and it goes and it does the final death part, you know, where like it tears you apart and stuff. And like the last couple Mortal Kombat's, what they would do is like slow it down and then like you see bones and you know veins. Actually, and like stuff they like do that. like um. like X ray version. Yes, uh, and in yeah. this one they don't do that. It's extremely quick so i'm just thinking that this is just um how do you say not what is that non-gameplay how do you say uh, yeah I, I would say that yeah, yeah that's no, but non-game. um to just I wonder, kind of it's also one it aspect more... of like the finishing moves that they're yeah. probably gonna still include like the you know bone breaking yeah. <laughs> visuals because some of um, those they get kind of kooky but um this does make it seem more gruesome because it is more lifelike of war. You can't really, uh, I mean, not that you could just jump up really high and go down on somebody and split them, but it's not as, <laughs> it's not as kooky as when you take away their middle and then you look through their middle, you know? Yeah, that's true. But this, this is only the first, this is only the first, is this a teaser or the first? This, this is a teaser. Yeah. It doesn't come out till September. Oh, okay. So we still have a lot more to see. Yeah. I'm assuming during one of the video game festivals, they'll show everything. Oh yeah, they are in Adinia, so it's right there. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, also, in the trailer, I've noticed too, it's only Shang Song killing everyone. Like, if you notice, it's no, it's, you don't see Raiden, or not Raiden, Scorpion and Sub Zero trying to kill each other or Katit. Well, no, I think it's it's that they have to make a choice now. Basically, who are you? Who or whose side are you on? Oh, when they're forced with a choice, yeah, like, are they going to be? Song. If, if do you agree with me and choose peace and if they're like well we don't want to choose your peace and then you're against me and then now you're both your common enemy is now yeah um, the elder god it says here that they're gonna introduce a feature called cameo fighters which will provide assistance to players during fights this is similar to like 
um, Street Fighter, they have yes, their yeah. um, how was it? I, I yeah, I'm just agreeing with you. Like an assistant player that comes in and out, yeah, that, that helps you, but they're not necessarily like you control this player. It looks like no, no, it looks no. like they just somehow help you. That is Raiden. Oh, that is Raiden. Is that a young Raiden now? Uh, we're we're on oh, that's right. uh, game spot right he now. He didn't become an elder god. Did he become? He decided to become mortal, right? Yes, yeah. That's what it is. They he basically switched places with him. Okay. Yeah, so we're reading something on GameSpot. They explain that uh, Raiden, the one we see in the game, is just a mortal version. Um, so what's your thoughts then, John? I'm looking forward to it. Um, yeah, I, I think they're, they're doing, doing good a good job with the property, especially with the movie. I like the movie a lot, but it feels like they're taking that realism from the movie and, and putting it in here mm-hmm. in the video game. Maybe the even the characters not they don't look exactly like, but they have like that same uh, aesthetic of like kind of more realistic uh, outfits and whatnot uh, with everyone. Uh, I, yeah. I do wish because you're talking about like t- making it look real. I do wish. I hope in the future or probably in this game they have like a mode where you're actually using, um, you know how like in the first Mortal Kombat they're actually real people. Yeah, in the as characters instead of like CG characters or mm-hmm. animated. Oh characters. yeah, I wish they actually go go back to that just as a fun little like you know uh, throw, way throw, to play the game. Yeah, yeah. that'd be kind of cool. I mean, with AI now, we can do that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> there's something about like that stop motionness that was fun to see on screen sometimes when mm-hmm. it's like kind of corny, but it's like the same thing. It's kind of cool to see. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I'm um, I'm looking forward to it. I know this is just a teaser, but I think they did a good job hyping up, especially going back to one. I'm assuming though, this game will lead into thirteen. Like this is still literally twelve, and my thirteen. Like they say one right now, but I think something will happen. The story will so, somehow one of them will lose, and it will lead into thirteen. That oh. makes sense because why would you want to reset everything? Yep, yeah. yeah. Um, I think it's more confusing to people who don't follow the story that they're just thinking it's just like an offshoot again and not not necessarily following a the story itself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's developing the story itself, which it is uh, if you're actually paying attention. Yeah, my my thoughts is that it looks cool. Uh, I like the gruesome parts of it. Um, I'm not necessarily going to play it. I tried playing this game on a Nintendo Switch, like the last game. It's terrible. <laughs> uh, oh, Graphic-wise, yeah. gameplay-wise, it's really terrible at, the, at a, uh, game, uh, a Nintendo Switch version of it. I, I haven't really played it on the PlayStation or or a uh, Xbox, so I, I'm pretty sure those graphics are much better than the Nintendo's graphics. But yeah, I'm looking forward. I'm probably going to do what Audrey does, like watch a lot of the cutscenes and the cinematics mm-hmm. instead. And those are fun. Uh, see if if they do come back to like that, you know, stop motion human gameplay. I would probably play a couple of those games. <laughs> yeah. Uh, moving on to our weekly roundup. Sorry, it was. Yeah! Yeah, it was uh, I hit the wrong button. No, he hit fine. the wrong. He hit the wrong button twice, and it still didn't, <laughs> it didn't do what he wanted to do. Uh, I was going to mention. I think also the um, 
I, I just lost it. That that the the Mortal Kombat was gonna be out sometime this end of this year, too. Oh yeah, I think um, September maybe. Hopefully soon. Yeah, I think September. Yeah. Well, speaking of video games, John, you actually played a game that we just mentioned at the top of the podcast, uh, which so, yes. is the Legend of Zelda. Um, I think it's nice playing this game after also watching our main discussion, Dungeons and Dragons. Um, I appreciate like the fantasy element of the games and stuff like that. I'm also not like a huge fantasy person. I I know I watch, I play Zelda, and then uh, that's it. Like I don't really care. I mean, I watch Game of Thrones, but I also don't really care about Lord of the Rings and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, I played the Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Um, it is the sequel to Breath of the Wild, <laughs> but um. It's a little bit different. Uh, I think if you like Breath of the Wild, you'll like this game. But also, if you like Minecraft and Fortnite, I guess, in a way, I think Ben mentioned earlier, <laughs> hmm. uh, there is a building aspect uh, in here and a like resources. Like You have to get certain resources to make things, but not in the way of those games. Like it's, it's doing its own little Nintendo thing where they're not paying attention to, like, you need, like, five... Uh, wood to bite, make an axe. It's more like you have a stick, you have this rock, fuse them together. It's a it's an ability called fuse. Fuse them together, and you make a what is it, guys? A rock and a axe, uh, a rock and a wood. I just said the thing. Oh, a rock I, and a wood, like if you fuse them together. You. Yeah, a, a, a stick, a stick it's in an the axe, right? Yeah, it's an axe. Yeah, that's what that okay. is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so like that, it basically does stuff like that. So if you have this element or have a device that spits out fire and you put it on a stick. It's a fire stick or something like that. Oh, like, an apple is the apple on fire. You can literally put an apple with a stick and just an apple stick. Like it doesn't do anything. You just But you can walk can around feed, with an apple stick. Maybe you could feed animals. I don't I never really tried that. Oh, from the, far away. You're far away. I need to try that someday. <laughs> but yeah, tell uh Tears of the Kingdom uh is about uh you actually play as Link. You cannot rename this character at all. Uh, it's very different from Breath of the Wild because I don't know if you Breath of the Wild you can rename your character actually. I forgot if you can name the your character Link or whatever. Um, but it is a sequel to Breath of the Wild where in part in the Breath of the Wild you defeated Ganondor or Ganon or whatever you want to call him. And now Zelda and Link is on this adventure of trying to figure out the past of Hyrule. And doing so, they open up this great evil. And then in doing that, they kind of destroyed Hyrule in this odd way. It's the same map from Breath of the Wild, but more spread out. So there's like a upper version, like a sky islands above. You can say like almost like Skyward Sword. <laughs> yeah. a, and then uh, on those islands, we find this, this being that helps you and then uh they give you this uh ability that fuses manipulate objects uh a lot of different things like there's so many different things you can do with this power and that's the whole point of the game like you don't have the traditional like hook shot boomerang like in uh, zelda games it's more you play around what i've seen what i've seen so i'm playing maybe like five hours of this i haven't defeated a uh boss boss yet but uh, what I've seen, there is no like additional uh, weaponry that you'll have. You'll play. It's more of these abilities is the thing that you have. Um, control wise, I don't know if it's still 
what, what would you call that? Intuitive? Uh, intuitive. Yeah. For me, it's still, I have to get used to it. Half the time I'm like playing, how would you say this? Like spider hands. Like I'll spider. have like one finger on this button, another finger, and I have to reach around. <laughs> oh. Because I accidentally hit this one thing. The only way to cancel that if I push this one button. So it's still like getting, I'm still getting used to that. The, the, the control scheme of the game. Uh, but other than that, like it's a very beautiful game. There's no like real load scenes. I'm still su- still surprised there's no load scenes where where you think this huge map it should render, but I guess Nintendo knows how to uh, make games that run well <laughs> on their mm-hmm. system. Uh, it, it it does lag a little bit when there's like too much elements around, like if fire, lightning, bombs are all going around at the same time. It lags a little bit, but still, but I'm enjoying it. I think the the story itself is nice. It's like just seeing actual voice acting in the Zelda game. That isn't Link. Link doesn't talk still. But to see other characters talk when you when you first meet them. After that, then they do the little Animal Crossing. Bah, 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 thing, thing. Well, no, they don't do the... Bah, 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 bah. They just do that. Oh, ah, like that when they react to certain things. There's a frog you, that blows bubbles. Oh, yeah. I don't know what that. what's up with that frog. <laughs> I collect something from the frog, but I don't know what is it for. What was it? So you're essentially in the same land. But Hyrule, just, yes, yeah. Yeah, you're so in Hyrule, but Hyrule from Breath, Breath of the, the Wild, but you just, just now damage a little bit or yeah. certain scenery changed. Like in this area it used to be uh mouth or no no snow. Now there's snow. Be something happened basically. Global warming. Kind of. <laughs> that's uh, yeah, that's interesting. It like, kind of you, you don't think this is like just like it could when they release this game, you don't think of oh, this could have just been a DLC. This feels no, like a no, whole no. different game. Okay, I think uh, it's it's huge enough the map. So there's this my um, <laughs> tiny spoiler in here. Uh, I've heard of this too in other games. They do this. Uh, there is a, another part of the map that you do not go to in Breath of the Wild. That you do go in this game. You basically, if, if I accidentally fell in in a well. Oh yeah, uh, and I didn't even know uh, you because there's wells in Breath of the Wild, but they're just wells. Like sometimes there's actual water below, or sometimes it's like not even connected to anything. It's just like n- the ground is uh, risen up in the well, so it, there's no water or whatnot. So I found this well, and it just kept on falling and falling, and then I was like, "What is happening?" And it got dark, and it gets like uh, sparkly. Like there's like you fell in the well. I fell in the well. Okay. And then, <clears throat> The sparkles, like it looked like I was in the sky, like in the stars and stuff like that. And so all of a sudden, I hit water. Everything's pitch black, but the only things I can see are these creatures that illuminate light. So I go towards them, and those things are actually bad things. They're actually enemies. <laughs> and I got hit by one, and I died. <laughs> so, and then I and then I got stuck there for a while. And I was like, "How do I get out?" And I was like, "Oh no, I can." Uh, what do you call it? Tri- uh, quick travel to a location so i got out of the well by doing that i don't know if there's an actual way to get out of the well but i was stuck there with like limited uh, resources so i'm not going back there until i understand what's happening down there that's Uh, interesting that's kind of cool i do understand what's happening down there because i I talked to a character is uh exploring there they're investigating the well the the underground so there's an underground part of hyrule then (laughs) So the sky part, not like part. subways or whatever. No, no, no. It's like a cave system. <laughs> there like, are turtles there, though. Yeah, yeah. 
and a rat. Okay. And a rat. So there's a, there's a cave system under Hyrule. They've never done this before. And it's very like, whoa, this is insane. And it's like harder ba- enemies and uh, much more like chaotic. So there's you say. cave dwellers in the uh, Yeah, kind of. Yeah, you could say that. But um, yeah, I'm enjoying it. That's kind of cool that now you have... You you could explore above you and below you. Yep, yeah. So that's kind of so that's where the tears come from. I'm assuming the T I E R. Uh, oh, culture. yeah. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, Look, wait, what? That's yeah. what Audrey was saying in the beginning. Of no, the- I didn't think about it like that way though. I know Audrey mentioned it, but now I'm putting two two together. Like it's players crying over I all mean, the he difficulty. To me most time, anyway. The, so right now it doesn't make a difference. Though. No. <laughs> uh, the difficulty of players playing it uh the actual tears that's falling from the sky uh people crying like actual characters crying because the kingdom's getting destroyed uh then the the tears that you guys just mentioned well audrey mentioned about the different platforms Mm -hmm. and a cake layers of a cake oh there is a baker yeah no no No, no, no. that'd be kind of cool well, I'm I'm happy that you're enjoying it. I think one day I'll probably play Breath of the Wild. Uh, one day, I don't know. I just uh, haven't really. Can't you're really... not you're you're not a Zelda boy. Not anymore. Like I, the last game I played was literally uh, Link Between Two Worlds. Yeah, uh, the, the, DS. the DS game. Oh, the wild yeah. game. <laughs> yeah, it's like almost ten years ago. I think it's like mm-hmm. well, actually, yeah, it's probably the anniversary now Link coming up for worlds. that game. When the yeah. when the graph when the graphics got better, you're like, ew, I'm out. Yeah, I'm Almost out. Like, next year will be ten year anniversary. Yeah, I was like, yeah, this is this is why why what are we doing, guys? Why why can't I see his uh, face more yeah, yeah. clear? <laughs> yeah, like, I want like that cartoony everybody, looking face. Every has a pointy where it looks like it's stretched over. <laughs> do you, John? Do you think that what can they do more now? What what do you want to see in the third game? Um, it's I don't know how this ends. So if okay, they do like a third game, I want them to go back to like their Wind Waker, not style. Like I, I don't I don't mind if they go back to the cartoon style. That would be kind of cool. Maybe continue the Wind Waker journey. But Wind Waker's uh there's a main game, right? They they also did things on the DS, like there's one where he's on the train. I want them to do that. Like do like a adventure of Link, but a small one, using the like Breath of the Wild style like art style and maybe the scenery but i want them to be like um mid-budget games like things that you just do around hyrule it doesn't have to be connected to um you know tears of the kingdom what which is the one where they're kids the kid timeline that's the uh what would you call it wind Wind waker Wind Waker. kid timeline do you think they could possibly because they you know like you said space that's, that's my thing too space go up to space Oh, like Link galaxies? <laughs> like yeah. you go to galaxies? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, among the stars. Oh. Legends is among the stars. No, there has to be... Oh, that's actually a good No, they, they always do stuff like double entendre, right? That's right. That's the word I'm really... Like in double... Are you, are you using that phrase correctly? Entendre, yeah. Sure, sure. Uh, <laughs> but Breath of the Wild is like the vast... The breadth of this wild thing that you haven't seen yet. Wild right? thing. <laughs> <laughs> and then Tears of the uh, Kingdom, you know, we talked about that. So the na- next game, if it's about space, has to be like double entendre. I think I'm using that word right. Uh, you, you are using it in a sense, but usually the double entendre more has like an indecent or like a sexy... The second meaning... It means two meanings, a double, but usually one of the meanings is a sexy meaning. 
So what's the innuendo or what do you call innuendo it? is similar. So that word that meanings have two the same. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, I was gonna say like a good one probably because it'd be like the space between worlds. Oh, yeah. oh that's yeah. a good one. I still yeah. use the uh the the what was it link between worlds? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That that'd be kind of cool. Like Zelda made like a spaceship. It's like Link, you're our adventurer, go up in space. And he's learned like Ganon took over the galaxy. Does he go into water times? Water time there's water levels in Zelda games. But like where he yeah, has that's... to grow, he has to grow gills and like like fish, fish like sperm, fish. A fish sperm, fish like yeah, sperm. Like, well, yeah. like you know, like how they turn into sperm, like what? Like a tadpole, you know, with like the yeah, yeah. Well, I, I get what evolution, evolution. Yeah. What if yeah. Ganon like uh, took over Zelda's body, like and uh, yeah. What if they do like a life swap? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, like thirteen uh, going on thirty, but with yeah. Zelda and with Link and uh, Ganon. Like, it's yeah. hard being a Ganon. Yeah. It's hard. I want a I want a teen rom com for a Zelda mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. What are we doing these fantasy like, adventures? Mm-hmm. I mean, there, there's characters like that. There's like a bully character. I forget his name in Skyward Sword. Uh, but he's he he's like. So Skyward Sword is like a prequel to a lot of the lore. Uh, I forgot the character's name, but he 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 made something. He made part of the lore, and that's why this character's there. Because that's where it, I, I can't explain it. But it, it, I forgot the the guy's name. But he was like a a biff to his Mar- Marty McFly. McMar- Marty McHigh. What? <laughs> Marty McHigh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I guess that's a uh, tears of the. Your tears of the um, the kingdom. I keep on thinking tears of the sun. I don't know why. It just <laughs> is that a thing? Or it's a, a movie. Thing? Tears of the sun is a movie. Yeah, yeah. I think it's about Bruce. like the Vietnam. His name is Bruce. Or... Bruce. Bruce. Yeah, I do Sorry. remember that character. He's kind of big. Yeah. Tall. Yeah. Sex- yeah. No, he's like this. He's like a Biff um, look like. Oh, he is. Yeah. yeah. He kind of bullied him a little bit. Yeah, but then, but then he, he becomes he, like. When he becomes a hero, he's like, oh, well, I'm your biggest fan now, like type of thing, yeah. character. But he made um, something, but I forgot what was it. You two also like watch something. Well, how about this? Before we leave, John, do you recommend you recommend it, right? You said, oh, yeah, yeah. If you're a huge Breath of the Wild fan and you have like 50 hours to kill, this is a game for you. Because I'm literally just exploring and I'm not even doing this, any When I zoomed out of this map, I'm not even like, I'm maybe one tenth of this map. I'm, I'm just exploring still. And I've been playing maybe 10 hours. <laughs> and I haven't done any of the like main quests. I'm just fighting like temples. And... He keeps helping this one guy like oh put, up, put, so... up, put up like a, you know, like like protest signs or whatever. Like he, no, yeah. like, he has trouble holding holding both sides. It, so he only... His name is Addison. So Addison works in a construction company, but he's afraid of his boss. Because his boss told him to put these like, ads basically like billboard ads and then you have to help him put them up but because the whole game is that you fuse stuff like you you build stuff basically from junk uh he you can't physically touch the uh billboard ad but you can help him put it up so the bat the he is holding this addison this billboard it's very heavy he needs to nail down the billboard, so Link always has to help him uh, prompt up the billboard. So you find like whatever objects to prompt the billboard. It's always different shapes. The billboard because they're trying to do like little puzzles for you 
in the game where in the field in Hyrule. So you can just help him. And after you get it, you get like food and rubies and stuff like that. Okay. That sounds actually kind of fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a side quest, but not becoming like a side quest. Like there's not it's trying like, oh, to. Here's Addison again. Yeah. yeah you God. see Addison <laughs> in the rain trying to put the sign up and there's like a storm. And it's like, what the hell is this dude? You're like, why haven't you learned to do this for yourself? Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. And then he's like afraid of the boss, like hundred percent, like the boss will fire him. And then I don't know. <laughs> I feel bad for Addison. <laughs> I, I actually don't know him. what happens if you put all the signs up too. Like, will he get promoted? Like, will he become the boss? I'm the oh, captain now. Okay. Situation. Yeah. But he doesn't deserve it because he didn't figure any of these. Oh, things that's out. true. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Link will. <laughs> well, you two also p- watch something. Uh, pretty much a 360 of what you played. Um, Horror in the High Deserts. I've heard about this, but I don't know what it is actually. So it's a uh, how do you say this word? A pseudo documentary. Oh, pseudo. That's what would be start with a P. Well, first, first, tell a, a little brief. <laughs> it's like pneumonia starts with yeah, a yeah. P. <laughs> um, whatever. <laughs> how you came across? Because we never heard of this film. So but, yeah. So, so like, in my know. new job, I have a coworker, and she also watches horror films, but specifically found footage film. That's all she watched. She doesn't watch anything else. Um, basically, uh, she mentions this one. It's called uh, Horror in the High Desert. And it's because it's shot in Nevada uh, on a Highway 50 around there. Uh, recently, in my new job, I went to that area because I have to go there. Uh, and you sent us pictures. Yeah, I sent her uh, uh, Audrey pictures. And then uh, at the time, I didn't know it was take- this, this, this horror film takes place in there. While we're there, my coworker's like, oh, this is where they shot horror in the high desert. I was like, what? Yeah, this is Highway 50. If you go beyond this point for two hours, there's no uh, cell reception. It's all black. There's no like housing, no nothing. It's just two hours of not- highway. So what you do is there's like a gas station there. Put gas in there. You can drive the two hours. What is that? Maybe 120 miles of nothingness. It's just road and uh, just desert and hills basically throughout uh so that's how i knew about it so i kept on telling her like oh, i'm gonna watch it and this, this is the weekend we finally watched it it's one of her favorite ones be it's creepy only because it's very near us and she's been in that area and she can tell like yeah a lot of like untold stuff can happen in here because there's it's a there's only a few towns in between and then they're, they're small towns they're nothing like big city no skyscrapers or anything like that maybe reno's like the closest skyscraper city next to these very easy to go missing yeah you can go missing and then hundreds of miles of just desert that's from across all the way to uh uh vegas so it's just like that you know upper north vegas or upper north nevada all the way down to the south where vegas is so you can imagine yeah you, you can dig a body there and then no one <laughs> yeah you dig a body <laughs> No one knows that. You need a body, so you have to go yeah, there yeah. and dig one up, and they go, "Oh, um, here we go." Well, that's the backstory of how we found ab- about this uh, thing. So that's actually kind of weird that it like brought you there, and then now you're mm-hmm. watching this. Yes, thing. yeah, that's kind of uh, cool. None the while watching the movie, I don't, I don't recognize anything, but it has the same type, the look of it. That's how Nevada looks like. Uh, it's actually the farthest east I've ever drove, and then I didn't know how deserty it gets after a while. I was like, "Oh, man." I, I can I I can't imagine living there. Like it's 
it's might 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 be quiet. It's a quiet town and area, but like there's not there's nothing there to do. <laughs> I don't even know what to do in there. Like if I even had a chat, and there's no, there are like huge houses there and land and people thing, but you either like very invested in something in there in that area or you retire there. I'm assuming. Uh, but yeah, that's how I knew about it. Uh, so it's a horror. Uh, Sudo. How do you say that? Sudo. Sudo documentary, uh, found footage about this young man named Gary Hinch, where he end up missing in July 2017, or in 2017, and then basically a documentary crew is telling the story in 2022, uh, or 2021, and then it's just that, like they found all this footage, and then they'll try and put it together, and it's basically that. It's like. Well, Most... no, 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 no. It's not they found all the footage and we're watching it at all. It's uh, it's very much documentary style where we're only seeing. Oh yeah, yeah. What we're the stories being told through other people's the sister uh, recollections of what happened, and act the actual found footage is only at the end and for a very short amount of time. Yeah. So there's like the sister, the um, roommate, a actual investigator. Uh, well, your private investigator and a journalist from a news station are like the main four that you see from 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 horror movies. Ben, what 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 journalist uh, d- comes to mind for you? What does like, that mean? Like, uh... like who? Like what character? <laughs> what character like, as a journalist that, that comes that's to in mind? Scary movies. Who's a journalist? Yeah, yeah. yeah. In scary movies. Oh, it's uh, what's your name from Scream? Yeah, yeah. The yeah. news anchor. Gail. What's her Gail. name? Gail. 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 Yeah, Gail. The, <laughs> that's exactly who this lady. I think her name is. Well, it's spelled G A L, like gal. But I'm pretty sure they actually. I don't know if they even say her name, but it, it, yeah. it's pretty much her. And it's her. Do you think it's like horrible, a hum, uh, yeah, yeah. I think she has a hor- horrible black wig weirdness, just like <laughs> how uh, in Scream all of those ladies had horrible wigs. Yeah, um, it gets worse in the second yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, but yeah and then it's that and it's a lot build up mostly uh i enjoyed it how did you, did you think about the build up is is, is yeah, there it's, it's good it's a lot of tension i i uh you had commented on that you liked the the realness of it the actors yeah the sister in- is very realistic like it's you feel like she lost her brother in real yeah. life it's almost like uh i think i i wouldn't be surprised if they used real people to do it and not like actors because it's it doesn't border on oh these people are bad like commercial actors or anything like that um but also these people who are in here would never be in a feature film they're not those type of actors it's or almost it's like a tim and eric those characters and actors they have mm-hmm. in tim and eric sketches like it's like normal people that you see in the street it's no one like make it when i make it up uh makeup like a bunch of makeup on and like, yeah there's not any like super hot people that like yeah. that you see in uh, uh hollywood films or yeah anything like that. the one person who you would uh characterize as a hollywood type of actor is actually the one that i feel was portraying the the bad acting the the roommate oh yes yes the yes, one yes, that yes. would that would be a marketable like uh who's the guy from this in scream the the boyfriend that's the, ba- the bad guy billy billy yeah he looks just like billy oh mm. but he's like a like a like a, a copy of a copy like a bad version of oh, it uh-huh. not a bad not a bad version of it, not to say that but uh <laughs> how do you say the fake version of it yeah, I guess, yeah. something or like <laughs> doppelganger the, yeah like the dollar tree version of it or something mm. um but he has more of where his line deliveries felt very 
scripted like, or something. Felt like he was reading it, like kind of, or he was trying to do his own inflection, but it felt very like it didn't feel natural. Where, no, the, where no, no. these other people, when they were talking, which which was to me, is like, oh, they're either they're really good actors, or they just read the line, or they were told a little bit of a story. Uh, or what the main plot is, and they were just told just to, to talk. explain it. Yeah, yes. like hit these key points, like yeah. improv, but not yeah. really. Uh, and then, especially like the sister, she has to think of like you just lost someone. Mm-hmm. So then maybe she lost someone in real life like this. Um, so I have to. I've read like tidbits about this too. Like it's shot during the pandemic. No two actors are always on the same screen. So I don't know, like if the pandemic didn't happen, how would the the creator? I, I forgot the the actual director his this is the story by directed by written by dutch marriage he's a horror director he only has like a few uh what do you call them ben when you have like different films and credits he only has a, diff, uh, a few credits but his main focus right now is horror in the high desert he's trying to release five uh there's three coming out or part three is coming out this year uh so i'm looking forward to that it feels like they're taking it differently so also, the this this story is a, uh, uh, is told through Gary Hinge perspective only, and then uh, later on, part two, it's a whole different perspective. So it's like interesting they did it that way. And also, Ben, I don't know if you heard of this. This is a, this is based on loosely based on a true story uh, named Ken Kenny Veach. Uh, so he went missing. This is not connected to. Oh, because <laughs> uh, only, only reason why is because my head hurts from tilting. Oh, oh, let me move the screen. A Sorry, that was just a little backup, but yeah. <laughs> um, so his name is Kenny Veach. Ben, have you heard of this person before? Mm, no. So Kenny Veach went missing in Nevada, same way. So it's he went missing. He made a vlog about this place he found a cave in Nevada, and he heard like weird noises, and he told this on the vlog or blog, not vlog, or whatever you call them. A plog now. Apparently, there's something in Try Guys. Oh, plog, yeah. A podcast plog. Uh, yeah. It's a plug. Uh, so he went missing. Uh, he Well, he told people that he's going to go back to this place, and then he went missing. Newest people went out there with drones. They can't find him. They found a cave and whatnot. He's still missing to this day. Um, uh, uh, what'd you call it? Uh, uh, so that story literally, re- not literally, re- it resembles uh, Gary's story. He found this whole old uh, house, or if you call that, like, what do you call uh, it? It was like, a they, call, they called house. it a, a structure, like a yeah, little, structure. like a, a shelter. A, like shelter. a shelter. And then uh, in it was a person, and the person uh, had a weird smell, I think. He smelled smoke or something, the Gary. And he told people it's a weird structure, and he said he'll go back to it. Because his, his, well, he felt like he felt like an immense... Uh, feeling of fear. Yeah, so he had person. like fifty, fifty. Like I'm 000. around, I'm around evil. You didn't say evil, but like I'm around badness. Mm-hmm. I don't feel right being here. When everywhere that he goes, he's always fine. Where what he does, he's like a survivalist. Survive. Oh sort of. uh, yeah, survive. Yeah, and then he has he has a uh, he's an influencer, I guess. Yeah, influencer that's fifty k uh, followers, and then a lot of them didn't believe him. So he goes out and try to find the cabin again. Yeah, he's kind of a victim of like cyberbullying. Yeah, where oh. pe- people didn't. So we're kind of skipping over a lot of stuff. So yeah, yeah. Um, so this this young man, he when when you hear him speak, uh, he gives off the air that he has some sort of autism, but yeah. very very high functioning. He he he's an adult. He lives with a roommate. He 
holds down a job. He actually, he, he calls it him being like an avid hiker, but the way he goes out into the wilderness in Nevada is more in the, the way of a survivalist. He takes the bare minimum and he likes to push himself and challenge himself to like live off the land and do things that way. Um, not like, uh, I take a bunch of water and like all kinds of different foods with me. You know, he takes what he, what he needs for six days, but also he needs, he's relying on stuff that he can find out in the wilderness. Um, He, he has, so like his family, his family and his friends or like his roommate thinks he's kind of like a quiet guy. He likes trains. He kind of reminds us of our, uh, one of our sons a little bit. Um, But he has like a hyper focus, a hyper fixation of like he's really into nature and stuff like that. And so he knows everything about nature and, you know, he finds it odd or he finds it hard to connect with humans. He doesn't he gets, you know, doesn't connect with uh, other people and friends a lot, but he connects with nature. And so he likes to go and do that more. Um, So, you know, but he also has a secret life of the of his blog where people really like his survival skills and teaching people and things. And he got much uh, gratification out of that. And so when his viewers turned on him, and because the first time he saw this structure, he just told about it. He didn't record anything. And they're like, oh, you're lying. You didn't, you didn't see a scary person out there. You didn't see, you didn't get bad juju. And so he's like, fine, you know, because he wants the, you know, the happiness and the praise that he was getting from his viewers. He's like, I'll go back there. And the, so, you know, everyone, of course, in the, even though he felt much uh, um, dread about about it, he went he went against his better judgment, and that's what ends up getting him uh, hurt and killed, sort of thing. Um, if you know anything about the what's the guy's name, the Beach Kenny, Kenny Beach Kenny yeah. Beach story, I don't know if it's true or not. I haven't read too much about him, but. I think they the, it's very mysterious circumstances on how they find parts of the person. And so that's also an element in this um, found footage as well. Um, it builds up a lot of tension with when you actually see the found footage. It's very, yeah. um, uh, Ben, I don't know what it's called, but like, so like when you're, so like if I had like a camcorder, right? Not like professional film equipment work because film equipment, you have just the physical and then you have the sound as a whole separate machine right or entity right you're not I mean, you filming could, it on, you could, you're not doing the same you're not getting all that media from the same machine right it's possible you could record off the camera but it will sound really awful yeah so that that's uh, basic sh- yes yeah. so that's yeah. basically what this is so it's a camcorder so you have that that camcorderness of like where you i guess it's white noise like the shh that you yes, always hear yeah, we call it yeah white noise that's yeah it. Yeah. Um, so you have that part with it. So that's very, uh, you know, it's a high pitch sound, makes a lot of tension. You're in the dark or it's a, um, how do you light, say, in, in, infrared. Yeah. So you don't see, you know, you can't see clearly only to where that light is hitting. Um, you're only seeing, you know, bit of tree, bit of sand or something. So it's a lot of you. It's that thing of where, you know, they build it up to where we're not showing you anything scary. So then you're looking in the darkness. And so then you kind of instinctively search deeper with your eyes and like your mind trying to look for something and then all of a sudden that's when you that's when the drop happens and you see oof, like the you know the ghost or the um the demon in the background starts to come forward you know those you know that sort of ness and um in the sense it's not like in the sense of a jump scare it's more of like you've been staring at this evil this whole time and then it comes towards you sort of thing and it does that thing where it always um 
it cuts out or something, and then it comes back to like a new scene or something like that. Because of this, course, this is off of um, that Kenny's video, or no, no, no the, the, the Kenny film. doesn't oh, have the movie, any the movie, okay, the, yeah, the realistic, the real one doesn't have. I don't it. think there's any footage of it, or there may be something. I'm not sure. I uh, think because I'm uh, googling his name, I think there's footage prior to him going to the cave, but yes, nothing when he's From, actually in the yeah. cave. Yeah, this one, of course, is taking uh, how do you say artistic license? Yeah, <laughs> of yeah. what what was happened and what what was found, sort of thing. So part two takes place in the same area again, but this one is like more of the Spoiler history. Alert. Yeah, this, yeah, yeah, it has to be. This this more. more of the history of the area and what other people or who died or went missing that's that's basically part two like that's usually how found footage movies are like the second one is always the what's the background of these found footage Mm -hmm. yeah from like paranormal activity and wreck and it it has nothing to do with the the gary the the gary the character that went missing in the first film it's just that basically this gary person kind of put this spot or this city on the map and so then you start to go oh, did, didn't you hear about so-and-so who went missing or didn't you hear about in the same so-and-so yeah. um they found their car but they couldn't find them or something or you know oh they, they have footage of a mysterious event from a, another perspective another character perspective and then that might be tied into the gary uh disappearance too like it's uh not gary in the sense it's the same time but the same person or same thing that the, took Gary. The thing or a group of people the, yeah. that are but it's responsible more, for these people going I, I will say part two is more lore-based. Like, it's a lore movie. And I'm wondering what part three is because they tease it in the end of part two. Uh, they've been teasing it since part one. So because this case... This is, this is not like a real spoiler, but because this case is like worldwide, internet-based, internet uh, they kept on mentioning that different influencers are going to that area. So the way find him, part you know. two ends is a, I think, Brazilian, right? I don't know where he's from, but he's he's Spanish speaking. He's, he's, he's Spanish speaking, telling them, like, I'm going to Nevada. I'm going to stay there for 30 days. I'm going to find Gary's uh, thing. It ends like that. Like in the upbeat, uh, <laughs> in the oddly upbeat way, the end the second Yeah, film. he literally says, I know everybody's gone out here and all that stuff, but I know something they don't, you know. And, and it ends. Yeah, I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. If they went that way, like uh, just another perspective, but international disp- uh, 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 perspective. Like I kind of want the film to be told, like uh, speak just Spanish like that. Like like this, a different way to show found footage in the in this story right now. Yeah, this film is very much in the vein of the types of things that uh, I like, which is like creepypastas, you know, which is just a new version of campfire stories. And, you know, it's just now the Internet is the campfire. So now we call it creepypastas, you know. Oh, Um, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So this is basically that type of story. Um, Instead of it's a fire, we go near the light of the screen. No, it's it's the Reddit or what is it? The Reddit page or the 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 light of the screen that we Oh, warm yeah, yeah, yeah. Arm, our hands. We warm our arms, yeah. You go to a fire and you just warm the arm bit. They, yes. <laughs> we do the, are you scared of the dark in the, in the what you call it, stream, but instead of throwing sad. Oh, into, yeah, for the, for the midnight I don't know society. what would you throw in the. Oh, no, you drop coins. Or, oh, you, or like you, you tip, Bitcoin, you tip, you tip, tip the tip. people that are telling the story <laughs> sort of thing. Um, But it was really, it's fun. It's actually, it's the first one was a bit longer the second one was like literally like an hour yeah a little a little little over an hour and the first one i don't know how long that was that one hour and 30 minutes yeah so not not too bad no it's not definitely no freaking event where, where did you guys watch this again 
Oh, two different places. One is Roku channel, and the other one's Tubi. Yeah. Oh, okay. you can't two, find at it least they're both else. free. Yeah, uh, yes, yeah. Yes, yes, I yes. think you can watch the second one free on YouTube too. As well. Yes, the first one you can watch free on YouTube. It's a indie uh, channel, indierights.com. Yeah, indierights.com, and they just put all their stuff on YouTube with no commercials or whatnot. But on that. Tubi, it was fun where the they because Tubi will tell you on the top left like ad break in six, five, four, you know. And I don't know if they the people who make these movies or not make them, but the way that they place the ads is supposed to be in a very high tension spot. But somehow the commercials <laughs> match to where it's like the poop uh, one does not. Well, yeah, this guy was like had a poop spray for like pets. I don't know. Have you have you heard of it, Ben? It's like called poof or poof. I've, I've, heard, I've seen that commercial. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the like, guy sprays it in his, his mouth. mouth. <laughs> in his mouth, which is kind of strange. So it's, it's really, it's it's fun to break the tension because you're kind of like, and then all of a sudden this guy is like, uh, it's for your pets who stink, you know, for vomit smell. And then he sprays it in his mouth or something. That's weird. But, you know, uh, the people's reaction is like, Ew. it was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, why is this a commercial? A, why does it exist? B, why is it in a scary film? You know? I don't know, but it was fun. Well, that's that's uh, horrors in the desert. Horror in the high desert. High oh, desert high is a desert. place. Yeah, high desert. Yeah, uh, horrors in the high desert, which is on uh, one, uh, one and two, which is. Oh uh, yeah, the, I think the two. second one's called Horror in the High Desert to Minerva. Yes. Oh, Minerva. Okay, so that's a, a character subtitle. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah we have oh, that's the main character. I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. A character. Now I don't know if the main character, but a character. Yeah, it's a type of film too where you don't really have a main character. The main character. The person who you believe is what the the main character, it just leads you into somebody else's story that you like, spend like ten minutes on, and then that leads you into somebody yeah, else's story. It's, you spend it's like 10, the main character is a MacGuffin in this kind of way. yeah yeah. Like it doesn't really show that person all throughout the film. It's just they're here once in a while just to connect the other characters together. Okay. That's the definition sense, yeah. of main character. We're just like, yeah. No, I mean I don't know. I don't know if that's like a type of story writing. You know. Yeah, that's but, true. Um, but yeah, but if yeah, you... Se- se- uh, how do you say? Segway. I'm sorry. Ben Segway. I was going to say, like, if you don't want... If you want to pay to watch something yeah. <laughs> instead of going to Roku and Tubi, uh, I have a show for you guys. Yeah. Uh, it's on Apple TV Plus. Uh, the title of the show is ti- uh, Silo. Uh, I, I, I've mentioned it to John. Because yes. I think, I think both of you I will actually like this show. Um, is it a style is, like where you put corn in or wheat? So or yeah, yeah, it is like that. It is a it's a giant silo that it's hundreds of stories high, uh, deep underground though, not Ooh. high as in like it's coming from the ground up, uh, where tens of thousands of people live, and oh. this is from the distant future. So something has happened where they're not allowed to go outside of the silo, which is above. And, oh, so you uh, can't go to the surface, basically? No, yeah, you cannot. It's based on a series of novels from Hugh Howey. Uh, I guess he made these like 10 years ago. I'd never heard of them. I guess they're getting a lot more popular, his, this series, in the past couple of years. Because um, I think they stretch out with like a couple books and whatnot. Uh, it started out as a short story, and it got popular online because he actually self-distributed the the short story online somehow uh but yeah this is from the creators of like i'm trying to think of what else he created um i don't know the falling skies justified he helped 
create justified as Ooh, one cool. of the show. If you like is that. Is Timothy Oliphant also in this? No, he is not. Uh, there's a th- Tim Robbins, though. <gasps> yeah, there's a Tim, Tim Robbins. All right, there. there we go. Yeah. There's a Tim. I um, but basically, something has happened in the silo, a, 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 a disturbance or whatever. A murder? A murder? Is there a murder? There's a murder that happens, too. Uh, but it actually begins with people being just curious about the mm. silo. Mm. Um, people outside it, the silo or people who live in the silo are like, why are we here? Or like, Yes, it's people oh. inside the silo. They don't talk about the... There's they, uh, For what we know from the audience, we don't know if there's actually life outside the silo right now. Mm. Um, it has this sort of 1984-ish type of thing where oh, they're being gonna, watched to and uh, you don't, you don't fear-mongering. Question- you don't question why or what? Yes, yeah. You don't question Ooh. why. Supposedly, their history was wiped out by the rebellion. Uh, the rebellion were people who were disagreeing with the government. You don't follow those mm. people. That's sort of the setup of the whole thing. But what's interesting about this show, I think is interesting, is that you actually, each episode kind of follows a different character in the silo. Oh. For now, I, uh, there is a main character that comes in and out of the series but there's essentially every every episode has been about a certain character um rashida jones is one of those characters oh cool the main character right now is rebecca ferguson um she's in a couple of the mission impossible movies i think she's a wonderful actor she's from uh sweden um uh, yeah, so, yeah, mostly so I, I think she's well known for uh, Mission Impossible because uh, okay. I can't think of anything else. She's she's in she's in Rogue Nation, Mission Impossible, Fallout, Mission Impossible. I kept thinking uh, she was that other blonde lady. That's uh, Charlie Theron. Yeah, Charlie Theron. Yeah, she, she does like look like she actually is the mother of Charlie uh, <laughs> in Dune. She's the mother of um. Oh, what's okay. His name? Little yes, French yes. guy. Not little, little French boy. I'm gonna say Timothy Olyphant again, but no, Timothy yeah. Chalamet. Our, our little yeah, French Timothy boy. Chalamet. My little French boy. Uh, French boy. Uh, David Oyolo is also uh-huh. in here. There's a little, there's a lot of good uh, like actors who are not that big, but like in this role, they're pretty. Common's in here. Who? Common. Yeah, Common's acting like Common. I, I feel okay. like he's a uh, he's one person. Who I feel like yeah, this person's. It's going to die. <laughs> well, the way he talks and his clothes, it feels like he's just coming from our era of. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. wow. He's only in, on screen for like four minutes overall. So oh, I just, I, sometimes I, I hit, comment for me is hit and miss as an actor. Kind sometimes of. he's great, and sometimes he's just playing himself in the, sh- in the show right now. Mm. Um, but yeah, I highly recommend It's only episode four right now. I heard it's going to be about six episodes or seven episodes i forget how they do their episode runs uh oh 10 episodes they're going to do 10 episodes i am actually curious to uh read the book i heard like the books are really well made if you want that sort of dystopian sci-fi Ooh. uh like they were like they were popular back then with um that one novel that people like that's based on that not the guy the writer who made like you know blade this. runner Oh. Damn, Dick, Dickens, uh, something Dick. <laughs> Dickens, it's Dickens. You're right, <laughs> Dickinson. Uh, Why you like Dick? <laughs> Dick. No, no, no. You're right, it's Dickens. Um, uh, I don't know. I can't think of names now. I keep on thinking it's Andy Dick, but it's not Andy. <laughs> so, I, I feel like everyone's yelling at me. We have computers in front of us, and, and none of us are typing. 
None of us are typing. We have to computers in front of us. Uh, are these people in the Phillips silo? Phillips K. Dick. Phillips K. Dick. I have no idea who that is. Yeah. <laughs> um, are the people in the silo? Are they in from in this dystopian future or the not too distant future? Um, are 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 these like all from America? Are these like different countries that so were able to get into it? Like, are there countries? We or? don't know. Like, uh, as audience, what we know is like their histories are race. But we don't um, even know like, what country people, they're in. But right? people have huh? different accents. Like, different oh, you can people tell. do have different. Uh, well, actually, yeah. So some people actually don't. I didn't really like. I just realized no one doesn't have an accent. I just realized that. So wherever, wherever we are, you can assume we're all from the same country. It wasn't like, oh, yes, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Mexico got flooded. So then some Mexicans came up and were trying to live here too for a while. And then we all went to a silo together. Or Yeah, yeah because I know for sure the silo is in fact like diverse. Like there's a, there's a diversity in the silo. But you're right. I haven't actually heard anyone speak in a like I was just curious if it's supposed to be like a kind of like isn't that one train film the (laughs) Snowpiercer isn't that all the the different countries like the best of the best are in there is that how it is or yeah yeah that's it's not like that here it seems like everyone there is a top you know tier of Mm -hmm. group of people when you look at their homes you could tell like they're a little bit you have a home in the silo like yeah, yeah there's there's they, the, the way the silo is designed it's like a big um think of it I'm, like I'm, a, I'm in my mind i'm literally thinking at the 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 edge of the wall is round but it's probably not true right it's probably edges pointy edges 90 degree angles well no no it's like the silo is huge it's like you know size like you wouldn't the, feel that you're in a small tunnel yes yeah yeah you okay, won't feel okay. because the, it's divided in a way where um think of it like there's 10,000 people I think there's like 144 as they said so like oh. about 70 people per floor these are okay. these are huge you know the the circumference is probably like the size of a, a football field like these okay. are not like I wouldn't small. I wouldn't feel like I'm in a tunnel I would just like my yes, yeah. my I live in this little I don't I don't leave like the campus the college campus kind of thing the thing is like one thing that's very jarring there's no elevators so you were literally How do you climbing get around? these they're climbing the stairs in the middle of the, of the silo. There's, there's, no, like these, there, there's, there's no accessibility in here? There's yeah, nobody there's no accessibility. It, there's there's no, I haven't there's seen no disa- anyone. Disability? No, no yeah, yeah, nobody yeah you're right. Yeah. yeah. Was it? Uh, I, I don't think these people. This uh, better not end. This doesn't this. sound very nice. It like yeah. kicked out all the people with the wheelchairs. <laughs> this yeah, better yeah. not end with someone in a wheelchair. Like they go up in the in the ground and like see someone in the wheelchair and it's like what is that and it's like what? well there is a scene where there's water like literally water like a, a a pool of water and then the person doesn't know how to swim because they were never taught how to swim oh, oh yeah, so yeah that's yeah. one thing are there generations it, like generations born in the silo or so do you for like- what we learn is that when we jump into this time the time of the silo it's already been almost a hundred and like almost 200 years already okay okay so, so there, there is, no is generation. generation but there's the, the do like the generations run, kind never, of? Like, was it like logan's run like we only know about this place in here kind of yeah thing. there yeah, shouldn't yeah, be okay. no generations if it's 200 years because no one lives that long no but people have sex and have children so that's another generation oh yeah that's, yeah, that's, that's that, that generation yeah well, those that's like at least two generations within yeah there's yeah, a no, couple of john the generation that's there will never knew know anything. That's what I'm so, trying to oh, get. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. At this point now, there's nobody alive there that no, there's a couple of generations outside. already. Yeah. 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 
there's actually there's actually one thing I would I forgot to mention that's part of the plot and also part of like the what sets off the the situation yeah the story I guess Mm -hmm. is that the silo controls uh fraternity the fraternity fertility (laughs) oh yeah fertility so. Well, you every have to, women, right? Because you can't, you can't. Yes, do you don't want to overpopulate. So every woman uh, is given one egg. Birth, they're, they're a, take it, they take out all their eggs and they give them back one egg when they want. No, they egg. actually have like a, a birth protection. What is it? Birth control. No, it's birth literally the government's right. controlling. Yeah. I have birth protection. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then the other thing is that wait, so no. you can't have unsolicited sex. You can't. You can have sex all you want. You won't have. You can't give birth. To a child, all the women are given like a drug secretly, or they're no, or it's, they're, like it's, they're, it's like a device. They're they're told, Willingly. oh, this is this is for your protection, or this is for this is for the good of the of the group. Yes, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, and so if you do want a baby, you you turn you turn it off, turn it on, or no, or, you, or they, do you have they, to petition? You have to petition to say we're we're good enough have to, to have a baby. To yep yep oh. you have to petition, and that's what sets it off. The 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 first episode is the couple, uh, Rashida Jones and David Owella. They want a child, and then they couldn't. Uh, they, you know, they try to have a child, but then things happen where Rashida Jones got more curious about why they can't have a child, and it sets off like questioning the government. Are there silo diseases in here? Like things? No, that they haven't mentioned that. There's is there one thing classism actually, in here? There's, yeah. there is classism. Uh, there's the 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 down dwe- like the dwellers below they <gasps> call them like they uh, like in Futurama the, the people they call them the down deeps like in Futurama the people that live the oh the, the, mutants. the mutants yeah they're not mutants though they're just regular people <laughs> oh <laughs> there's actually the other thing also I forgot to mention is that uh, it's sort of in the commercial a lot and then the book is called wool like the actual it's because uh, if you did something wrong they now they don't oh, necessarily they letter you, you. No, no, they don't execute you. They ask you to go outside of the silo because there's a camera that's aiming outside and it's like toxic. And Uh then they ask you, you put on the suit and you, and then you clean the camera from the oh, the so wool. your punishment is to go to go yes. check, go fix this yeah. for us. Yeah, because we yeah. won't, we we wouldn't send somebody that we that we cherish or treasure. Yes, yes, exactly Mm -hmm. that. And then they always clean the camera to let people know that not to go outside. That this Mm -hmm. we are, you know, we should be grateful to be inside this. But the outside, so it's a fear mongering. Yeah, but they, you think you're outside, but you're actually in what is that called in the Truman Show? Like when you're just like in, you're 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 just in the TV set place, and you think. So I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to dive into. You're you're so scared that you think you're there, and then you give yourself a little heart attack. So there's a mystery there that (gasps) the show that's similar. So the one that's why I think you two will like really like this show or it's like because... Kevin the Woods is an underground thing that's controlling everything yeah and then yeah. we and then we place bets on it if the merman's gonna come and get yeah. us oh, that could be a possibility I'm, I'm oh. telling you that the show sparks a lot of like the same curiosity like you know Lost or Westworld finds a camera <laughs> yeah where is like there's rap? A, is there huh? rap there is there music there is there like festivals there like, there's like festivals. entertainment they, they is call it a the rave? freedom like, day there's a freedom is it day. like a rave like in the matrix where everyone oh, yeah. oh it's similar oh yeah Everybody has uh, dreadlocks and they just bounce up and down. Yeah. Sort of like that. Sort of like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Um, but yeah, I, I would recommend it. Silo on Apple TV Plus. It's on its fourth episode. Ten episodes. It premiered earlier this month. But I really, really love it. All the performances. Oh, okay. One thing I really like is that it feels 
like the set pieces or the the production value mm-hmm. everything feels like it's like actually there like it doesn't nothing seems green screen at all oh that's fine uh, yeah and there's like there's a lot of the world building within like what they're the table they're using or the chairs they're using like okay they're like really concentrating like what do a world looks like if you're in a silo for a hundred years, like do you, what does the culture look like? Do you recognize like, oh, that was an old refrigerator, like that they had to repurpose as like a bed or things like that? Like, uh, the- not necessarily like that. It's more like that. That's how it probably would look like if you have limited resources, mm-hmm. and then you try not to be like ex- extravagant with like the look of the silo because mm. you're just trying to survive basically you're like you're not you're not no one's having gold plated plates or mm. you know what i mean like everyone's kind of sort of the same level even the um, high class people the ones that the are high class the is like just probably because they do they, they're it's like a touch of paint uh, like you know oh like like that that's the sort of thing you notice like wow they have like white they have white yes walls. yeah yeah well like the Ooh. ones who are like the uh, the uh down the deep downers i forget what they're called they're called deep down people mm-hmm. i forgot but anyway like there's cracks on their roll walls because they I can't see. afford to you know it's kind of like in what is that one uh film the korean film that won all the money for the the thing that me and my family does when we go baby parasite it's parasite yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Parasite similar parasite yeah where like the people like they show that as like you know it's hot there's no air condition but when they're over there that's like yeah there's a lot of interesting conspiracy uh, theories inside what the silo is about in online right now. That sparks a lot of my. It feels like I'm like in that mode where like Lost and Westworld. Oh. Like, oh, okay, I want to read about this now. Like, well, yeah. Offhand, but, yeah. do you, offhand, do you know in this in the book series have they? Do you find out? Oh, yeah, this is. This oh, I don't happened. know anything about the books. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. I, I'm trying to borrow them from the library, but they're being all checked out right now. <laughs> so, so, oh, because it's uh, popular. Yeah, it's popular. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm waiting just patiently. It says there I have two more weeks until the first book oh, cool. uh, is available. I, I heard like the books are short. They're like literally like only a couple pa- hundred pages long. Oh, wow. That's easy to yeah. do. Yeah. Like uh, 200 to 300 pages only. Oh, yeah. you can do that. Uh, but yeah, moving on. I guess t- t- talking about like a uh, actually can't, uh, there's a, no a, a, a dystopian <laughs> our main discussion <laughs> uh, Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves. What is it exactly that you bring to this? I'm a planner. I make plans. You've already made the plan, so... If the existing plan fails, I make a new plan. So you make plans that fail? No. He also plays the loot. Not relevant. That is a clip of the trailer of Dungeons & Dragons Honor Among Thieves, directed by Jonathan Goldstein and John Francis DeLaley, who also co-wrote it with Michael Gilio. They are the bunch that gave us Game Nights. You guys guys enjoyed Game Night, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. The movie. Uh, they also made Vacation, uh, which I didn't. It's the it's the the remake of National Lampoon's Vacation, which I didn't watch. So I don't think I watched that one either. And more yeah. importantly, Spider Man Homecoming. Yeah, I was going to mention that is Spider Man okay. Homecoming. <laughs> uh, but they yeah, more importantly, Spider Man Homecoming. Did they write um, write Waiting too? The movie Waiting. I saw that as a credit. 
Oh, maybe he's in waiting. No, he's in waiting. Oh, just no, yeah, he's in waiting. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Acting wise, yeah. Um, this is starring, of course, Chris Pine, Michelle Rodriguez, Justin Smith, and Sophia Lillis. Lillis, Lillis. Why am I saying that weird? Yeah, Lillis. 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 Um, but yeah. I forgot the oh, wait. I forgot to bring up the plot synopsis to this. So, there, you go, uh, you go, John. You go. Oh no, thought he had it. Never mind. Uh, I was going to have John do the sweeping. Oh, I can do well, it. A well, charming thief and a band of <laughs> unlikely ventures embark on an epic quest to, to retrieve a lost relic. But things go dangerously aware, awry, awry, awry when they run afoul of the wrong people. Cool. Thank you for that. Oh yeah. yeah sure. uh, this is based on Hasbro's, of course, Dungeons and Dragons, which is wait what? A... This is part of the game? I didn't know that. <laughs> I think yeah, it is. There, yeah. there, there's a game base off of this. Yeah, a fantasy tabletop game, role playing game, uh, originated in 1974. Um, wow, that's, I didn't realize how long it's been. Since yeah, it that. feels like a very 70s. Fantasy feels like that because you know when you yes, think of like right, uh, yeah. the 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 side of you know vans painted and very wizards and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dragons and dungeons. Yeah, um, and dungeons. Uh, so we all watch it on streaming on Paramount Paramount Plus. Did you guys watch it on Paramount Plus or something else? I actually uh, don't know. I think that's where we watched it. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is out right now. <clears throat> watch if you as a subscriber. We know it came out a couple of months ago. Uh, but this is the only time you can watch it. Uh, fun f- little fact is that it made its budget twice its almost twice its budget. So uh, we'll probably expect another one later. Good for them. Yeah, good for them. I'll start with Audrey. Your thoughts about Dungeons and Dragons, and uh, have you ever played the the game before? I have not played a. I don't think I've really ever played a tabletop role playing game. I would actually really like to, and I know it's kind of like a silly to be like oh it's too difficult or i wouldn't get it because sometimes those things for me like even when we just play regular tabletop games like the instructions are like like if it's more than just like go forward or go back and you start saying well if you have this then you could do this but you also need to keep account what what your health is or you forgot that you got that special rock before so now you can double the points or actually you have that rock now so now it minuses your points if you did this move you want to do like the complication in this or the thinking five steps ahead uh, makes me very uh, uh, anxious. And then I feel like I can't play the game, but you then I also played. Oh, sorry. Uh, no, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to mention that you actually played a game with us. That's similar. It was like a tabletop light. Yes. Um, that's what I'm saying. But it was that yeah. even that was still difficult for me to do. Yeah, I have yeah. to rely on you guys being honest with me and telling me what to do. That's how, but that's the DM will do well, that. No, that's yeah, what I'm yeah. saying. It's silly for me to think that because every time you see things about like people who play D and D or DMs are like, Oh no, of course we, we like new people. We want to show you, we want to, we are a welcoming community and we want to help you do it. But then it's also, it's just, it's a overwhelming. Oh yeah, exactly. It's overwhelming for me to do, but that's something that I really would love to do. Cause that's, I mean, who w- doesn't want to like do improv and like have fun and like <laughs> yeah. do things like that. Like that seems very, um, you know, cool. And I didn't realize how much I really do. Like, I like fantasy. I think the like Lord of the Rings and things like that, a fantasy is a bit over uh, too much or it's not, too fantasy. It's not, not it's but not not that in too fantasy, but it's they make it the too for me, like the the language becomes too flowery and I can't get past it. 
Mm. Like, you know, or you like the history of it becomes too much. And then it's like, I just want to see this story. And like Dungeons and Dragons seems very much of like, no, we're just going to focus on this little story. We will tell you a little bit about, you know, who this type of person is or where they're from, but you don't have to know all of that in order to move forward in the game or in, in the movie sort of thing. I, so I like, I, you know, I, I want to, I want to, I want to play a Dungeons and Dragons with people. I think it'd be really fun, but mm-hmm. I just don't, I don't, I, I don't know how to ask. <laughs> I, don't like. I, I know actually a couple of people that are all, all very helpful that they would, we just have to plan it. Cause they say it takes a while to learn the game. And then, it takes a while to get used to the game. Then it gets fun. <laughs> so yeah, they always tell yeah. me that like it doesn't get it's not as fun in the beginning because you're kind of just trying to set the the game you're, up for yeah. us. Yeah. Like the but setup then, takes a while, they say. Yeah. Like, and you get to like you can get your own dice and that's fun. Yeah. But then it's like and the dice thing itself scares me because like you roll it and then it's like, which side am I supposed to read? Or like the one that's up facing, but like they're all up facing up. How do I know which one I'm supposed to yeah. read? And there's like then there's different dice and then but it looks fun because sometimes you can get like a little tower and you put your dice down the mm-hmm. tower and it goes down the stairs and then it rolls for you and it's fine. I want to do that part. <laughs> so yeah, what's your thoughts about it. the movie then? <laughs> <laughs> this one, I thought it was really fun. I liked, um, I thought it was like, I wish our kids would have watched it with us. Oh, at this yes, time. Yeah. I think they would have enjoyed it. Especially they're, especially Lennox, he's playing Zelda and the very Zelda ish game. Yeah. Yeah. Like John was saying that this would like, they could make a Zelda movie, like not not to say a serious Zelda movie, but a movie that would take would that would actually take it and can make it as a legitimate movie, mm-hmm. not to uh, I don't I don't know how to say it. Not serious, but like the goofiness of Zelda. Yeah, yeah, because this is a little goofy. It is funny, you know. There are funny bits and stuff, and um, you you play on the characters of like, oh, this this is a very how do you feel like the very straight uh uh. Uh, non-sarcastic person like you know they brought that I, I can imagine a person who's very much takes everything very literally and says things literally and understands things literally and then he's playing this uh, for I don't know I don't know his uh, character but like a paladin and he's very you know and the actor portrayed it in that way like, yeah. I, like I can see them all of these actors being the the real life people who are yes 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 like these are actual real people playing D&D yeah. And these yeah. are the avatars, basically, yes, in the game. Yeah, yeah, which I thought was fun. I like in here where they're able, because you know, like how in Lord of the original Lord of the Rings films with Elijah Wood, it's very uh, white based. <laughs> and then when oh, they, yes, yeah. and then when they made the new spinoff of it, they started a- 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 adding people of color and everybody got was upset. It was like, there's no black people in Lord of the <laughs> yeah. Rings. And they're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and here it's already um, uh, multiracial because it's already multi animal or multi-species or uh, elemental sort of thing like nothing no one will ever say like oh that's a giant snake or something yeah you want to go uh everyone lives within that area like yeah everybody knows the other type of person exists and we all can coexist yeah you know you could be a little person and be into giants and be like ah you know that's cool you know that's not weird or like just to have a a a main uh, a protagonist where they're a what we would consider a mixed racial couple and you know but that's never that was never a thing the they do have that part like where you're like oh um you uh how do you say um human oh yeah like 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 if it would be like a taboo subject of a white person and a black person being together the way they broached that sort of thing is that they made it 
uh, a little person and a giant human, you know? Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like they used it in that sense to, to portray that, but mm. the, and without taking the easy way out of like, oh, she's black and I'm white and we, we can see past that, you know, mm. sort of thing like yeah. that. Um, I thought that was, I think that's more clever to show those types of social um, issues than to be like, you know, literal race you know in in the human world or the earth world you know this is supposed to be fantasy you're supposed to be able to be a halfling you know and all that kind of stuff like that and those are natural um but i thought it was i thought it was really fun i love um michelle rodriguez uh uh, character with her her bluntness or the also their relationship of the um, how they cope how they co co co-parented um in a way but it also didn't have to be sexual in any manner nope, sort of yeah. thing but no romantic yeah you can have a, a relationship with another human being and still love them without mm. it having to be sexual sort of thing which i thought was really nice um they can each have their own lives but they are still connected by their bond to help raise another human or another person i should say yeah human. i don't know if, i don't know if they're human actually <laughs> um <laughs> how, how would you classify them um um i liked uh what was it I think I think it was a how do you say quick and succinct too. It wasn't that long, right? It's two hours. Two hours. It's two yeah. hours. That's, but I that's feel not like too bad. I feel like it just keeps moving. There's no like real yeah. downtime yeah. that we get. And I, I think it was a nice balance of um, practical and visual effects. I think yep. that yes, was, yeah. I think so too. I think they did it really well in yeah. this, this movie. Yeah, the best part was the. the <laughs> The cat, the cat, the cat, and the fish. I'm just remembering the part and yeah. I started coughing. <laughs> um, but I thought, I thought this was a fun way to show somebody uh, the fantasy element that it can be fun than to be like, uh, show somebody Lord of the Rings and go, that's way too much. I don't like fantasy. I think this is a nice way to do it and to have mm-hmm. fun. Sort yep. of thing. Yeah, what about you, John? Uh, I really like it a lot. I was surprised though when they announced this, and I was like looking for like nice. They're they're they're, they're going to bring Marlon Wayans, Zoe McKellen, Jeremy okay. Irons, Bruce <laughs> Payne, and all and Justin Wallen back for the sequel to Dungeons and Dragons, the 2000 film. Yeah, he was really upset. And then uh, they just have a they recast everyone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, I do remember watching that film and like the Dungeons and Dragons though. The original one. I don't I remember think, if I saw that. I think I only like to be Marlon Wayans. He plays like a funny character. Was Jeremy and Irons very Jeremy Irons? I think he's, I don't know. I really don't know. But when I'm looking at photos. I mean, he's a, Hugh Grant is essentially that character. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at these photos. It very. It uh, looks just like the characters now. Yeah, it's very, uh, what do you call that? Um, Dune, old Dune. Oh, yes. <laughs> With yeah. the huge sets, huge costumes, and then. Just like all out. I don't even know if there's other species in this film. Oh, yeah. They all. all look humanoid. <laughs> they're they're all like look, look humanoid. Uh, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it a lot. I think all the characters are really fun and funny. Uh, I I didn't expect them to be this jokey. I think my favorite line in here, I think uh, Audrey's two's favorite line in here. Uh, we won't do it justice. Oh, but it's, yeah. it's, it's Is a, it there? Yeah, it's right here. here. It's, a, it's, a, it's, it's a when... Uh, Edgen is that his name? Chris Pine's character. I can't even say these names. Zenik, an attempt to lure Edgen. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it was Edgen yeah. uh, meets Zenik for the first time, and then uh, I'm not going. Like I said, I'm not going to do it justice here. Where uh, uh, X, what's his name? Z- Zenix. Yeah, Zenix. <laughs> Zenix says, uh, uh, "What is it? Oh, what, the what oath. Is he, what, what, the, no, he says no. the oath. 
basically. No, no, no. Wait, no, but what are they? He's not a paladin. But what, what is, oh, he's a, harpers. Her, her harpers. A harper. Like you yeah. may have forgotten. Like a harp. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah you, so... you, you, you may have turned your back on your harper oath, but your harper oath has not turned your back on you. Or something and, like yeah. That. And Egan replies, just because that sentence is symmetrical, it doesn't make it nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a That's a good line. Is that what you were laughing at? Yes, yes. We literally like had to rewind we had to it. Stop and, the movie. And like, stop <laughs> it. We were laughing so hard because the delivery of Chris Pride is just so good in that. Because that, that's exactly how you feel when you watch movies like that. Or, yeah, you know? but, but someone says that type of line too in only movie any lines. movie like uh it feels like what does it even mean because <laughs> no one says that in real life no one has ever been like just because you have turned your back on your family your family has never turned their back on you like, yeah, yeah. No it does sound nonsense when you it's basically old uh yoda's talk yeah, uh, yeah. I, guess, I guess so yeah that's right yeah that feels like uh, that. but that, and that, that, that's that character uh xenix played by reggae jean page like he is really good at like he's basically the NPC, he's giving you direction. Yeah. So that's that. Yeah. Literally, that. So it's basically yeah. uh, when we're watching the movie, he's playing the uh, DM throughout yeah. the, the dungeon master. Well, in, and, in that dungeon part, like, yeah, yeah, that dungeon part. Yeah. Because it's always the reason why this film feels like it's so quick. It's one adventure after one. So in it's one yeah. campaign after one. Yes, campaign one campaign yeah. for so you solve this one thing. Now moves on to the thing and. I think my favorite part in in here is when Chris Pine says like we have to fail because if we, if we if we if we don't fail then we're failing something like that something in line where he said something about like uh, uh, we have to keep trying no no it's not trying or but once you give up then you fail yes 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 so that's a good yeah. fa- failing is part of it like we always have to fail we have to always fail but the, you're gonna, the you're moment get we give up, up the then we actually fail yeah. basically we failed at it and I think that speaks more in line of playing the game D&D than anything else because you want you uh, what I understand where I see like Audrey I never played the game what I understand is basically you do the campaign but you always try all these different ways to finish the campaign right it's it's an open like improv type of way of playing a game there are certain rules you have to follow but most of the time you can do whatever you want in there you have to roll after you do something you roll a dice well it's it's yeah it's it's life there there's somebody who's omnipotent yeah which is the dm that can you make a choice and the omnipotent one the dm says whether it succeeds or it fails yep, yeah basically and you have to deal with those mm-hmm. or work around those things mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's that's like w- what I really like about this is, and it's very goofy at times, but also it's like they do a good job at balancing all that, like the humor, the seriousness of the thing. The bad guy is more or less the villain, more or less is like an MCU villain where you know the motives, but then that's it, and then you know why they want to do it, but they're not really in the film that much. Be so before, besides, you know. They show them once in a while between scenes, but at the very ending, they then you see them. But uh, they don't. The motive is very like I want to take over the world type motive. Yeah, you yeah. know we don't. Yeah, it's nothing more than that. It's like there's no other thing. And then the ending to me, I, I don't want to spoil it yet here, but it's a very MCU ending. <laughs> like to the point, it felt like a, you're watching the Avengers do this trick, and then these are Avengers, and they end it in a way. Like how the first Avengers film uh, ends, like in the in, in a comedic way, basically. Uh, uh, but yeah, it's it's fun. I, I like all the characters. I didn't know. I don't know her name. I forgot her name. 
uh, Sophia Lillis character had a tail. Her name is Doric. Uh, we only noticed when they're doing like when a, she needed it. When <laughs> yes, she, uh, yes when, yeah, yeah. When she like sat down or something, we noticed there was like a tail there. I was like, oh yeah, I forgot. I forgot. I don't know what um, what class she is. I forgot. Yeah, the, we don't. Yeah, I don't know if like that yeah. her character like, always I've, has I've, a tail. If you told me what's a paladin, druid, all this stuff, I really I I know vaguely like rogue and. Uh, all this stuff like it, michelle is like a barbarian yes right? a barbarian type of character I, I don't know if that's what you call them but wizard uh sorcerer like all this stuff i know of it but i don't know deep down of like like chris pride character is not even like a class i feel like it's just a person that makes plans that's it like no he's a bard he's like, a bard, yeah, it's a bard. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh but it's, it's like a a, sta- these are i think these are all standard like character yeah. classes. yes but yeah. he's, he's a bard but he doesn't carry any weapon it's just his guitar and that's or ladle yeah, uh, his ladle. He makes soup. Yeah, or what is it? It says uh, his loot. Loot, his loot. Yeah, uh, give me the loot. Give me the loot. Are they talking about the guitar the whole time? Yeah, yeah. Give me the guitar. Give me the guitar now. <laughs> give me the guitar now. Give me the guitar now. Um, uh, but yeah, and then uh, basically, too, it felt like these characters are level one in the beginning, and they worked their way up. Especially oh, yeah. Justice Smith's character, where he's like a level level one wizard, and he worked his way up to like, oh, you're level 20 now. You can defeat this bad guy. Yeah, he literally said, I got better. <laughs> yeah. you know? I was like, man, they, they do a good job, like that meta type of... Like, if I knew how D&D is played, I would probably get excited. Like, oh, this is how it felt when I did this mission or this thing. Yeah. In this weird way, it does feel like that when I play Zelda, when you do something like, I've been working up this way and I finally did it. It felt like, oh, I did it. Like, this is the accomplished and you get to, you know, well, in Zelda, you're mostly a solo player. <laughs> but it's just like that adventure, you did something and then you conquered it. And it's just pretty, it's fun. It's a fun movie to watch. I'm surprised this did not well in the box office. I know you said you said it made its money back, but I feel like no one really talked about this film uh, two months ago. Do you think some March. of it is because of the fantasy element, though? Like, do you think people are just? I think over... fantasy is extremely hard to sell unless it's a very old IP. Like, yeah, or you have to be super serious. Like, it has yeah. to be either. I think Game people of are allowed into that seriousness because of you know Game of Thrones, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, like I don't know. People are still want like a fun like. Um, I don't think people that? want fun fantasy or fun sci-fi. That, yeah, that's a very that's like a very fun. niche genre. I like I yeah. like those. Now like, it is now. I yeah. feel like before it wasn't as niche. I feel like in the nineties and eighties you had a lot of fun like fantasy. I mean that's 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 the way of comic book movies too are going right. It's like yeah, the it was they like kind serious. of fun and serious. Not thing, but every, everything now is like becoming more darker, right? Like in the weird way, like the Joker and the was it Batman? Was it called? What's Robert Pattinson? The, the Batman. The Batman. Yeah, yeah, like those are two successful. Even darker than the Dark Knight. You're yeah, the, <laughs> darker than the Dark Knight. I watched the Dark Knight recently. Not the Dark Knight. Uh, Batman Begins. That movie's so silly. Like I watched some of it, and it's like, oh, this is such a silly superhero film. I even say so. fun parts in that movie. Like, yeah, there's, there's a lot of fun parts. parts, but it's like, I I forgot how dark the Batman is. Like the Robert Pattinson. I mean. Ten years well, from like, now, because it's the Nirvana song. The what? Yeah, yeah. Ten and years you have from the Joker, now, that's equally as dark. Yeah, yeah. Ten years from now, when they make a super dark Batman, where he, I don't know. It also has to do with all this. He the, kills his parents. No. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. He kills his parents, <laughs> the, and he's like, "Why did I do that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna stop myself to oops, do that." Yeah. 
Um, but it has to do with the social times, like, cause it's, you know, everything is post COVID now. So, you know, people were really, were really, you know, sad and dark, just like after nine 11 things. Uh, yeah. I was going to say like nine 11 happened. That's why there's just yeah. posts. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, everything has to be like that. Like that's Would why you there's guys... a lot of films that are mental illness based now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Would you guys so... consider Shrek into the fantasy genre still? Yeah. Yeah. I, okay, say, I, say, I love yeah. Shrek. Okay. I, that's uh, the we, thing we, that we, actually... So we watch... What was it? I was going to say, this is feels like almost a live action Shrek to me almost. Like almost there where there's like some, a lot more funnier parts than the fantasy elements. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, we recently watched Boots and Boots. That's a really good movie. Boots and Boots. I oh heard, yeah, the, I heard. the, the last, part two. What was it? The one the what is it called? They, the way they deal with anxiety is really good. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Like now, it's everything like, everything is now going to be mental mental illness based. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, mental awareness. Did we talk about that on a podcast? I forget. I, I don't feel know. like we did. Probably. Maybe we did. Because the the pandemic made everybody uh, aware. Every, about, well, everybody shared had a shared uh, anxiety and shared depression globally. Yep. Yeah. The last wish. It's called the last wish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm just going to echo you guys because I really, really love this film. I think it's going to be one of my favorite ones this year right now. Oh yeah, just because I think I just had a really good time watching it too. Like it's not too serious, but it's also creative in the way where the camera movement was creative, the jokes. Like they can created you give me an this... example of a creative shot, a creative film? There's this shot. part where. Um, they do these a lot of upside down movements with the camera mm. where mm-hmm. it's upside down originally, then it's going to be right side up because they're just oh, trying to yes, the camera. Oh, yes, yes. With uh, uh, Justin Smith's character doing something. Yeah. Is, that, yeah, is, that, yeah. is that the actual camera doing that or is that in post? That's the actual camera. That's uh, that's uh, the actual. They probably build a rig to do all that. The, or they build the set upside down. and so you Oh, no, no. This is not the one it. where Justin... It's oh. before that. It's a little bit before that. Uh, it's when... Um, uh, Chris Pine discovers the wife. That's actually my yes, actually yes, yeah, 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 yeah. To 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 describe the upside down feeling, or like your your world is yes. upside down, your life yeah, is yeah, upside down. Yeah. Uh, That's actually okay. one thing I kind of didn't like because there's this Hollywood trope in movies where stories are beginning. Or what, hold on, it's Murphy. Tell her, tell tell her I said hi, Murphy. I said hi. Hello, Murphy. There's a Hollywood, oh hello. There's a Hollywood trope in most not most movies, but when it comes to similar movies like this, where they begin the movie with like their wife died. I know, <laughs> Deadpool's yeah. like yes, that. Like, well, Deadpool that does see it. that yeah. that's what I was afraid of, or yeah. what I didn't like was that the stakes didn't feel not not that they didn't feel real. Where it's like, oh, I'm doing this to 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 bring back a loved one. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, and but no one has a real none no no. no None of the other characters and none of us as the audience have any connection with this with this with this loved one. So it doesn't feel real. It doesn't feel it feels like the main character's motives are not genuine. But then when when it switches and it does become genuine because we are, you know, he we're invested in that character. Yeah. He lets go and says, you know, I'm going to do it for this point. That's where the stakes feel real. And that's where it feels better. And that's also where we cried. Did you cry? Uh no, not really. Oh, I so think, you don't have feelings or yeah, human, I don't, yeah. a human soul? <laughs> I'm, a, I'm that uh Xanax, whatever Xanax, Xanax. not Xanax. Uh, maybe so, he's a Xanax. Maybe that's yeah, what it's yeah. supposed to be. Xanax. Supposed to Is be. that why? <laughs> yes. Maybe. Wow. 
but yeah, I really love that. Where and I love how they set up jokes. Like they they do do, do they were, yeah. like great. What like the the first joke about escaping the prison and just saying yeah. like, is Jonathan? Yeah, where, where, yeah, where's Jonathan? Yeah. He'd really yeah. feel he'd really understand my. <laughs> the whole time I'm like, who the hell is Jonathan? Why do they need him? And then yeah. they show what is he. <laughs> so there's a lot of those. It feels like sometimes I was describing it to someone where it feels like a bunch of commie sketchers mm-hmm. uh, every like five minutes put in the fantasy film. Yeah. Right? And then there's a, a punchline that will, or they build up to something to a punchline. Yeah, like yeah. later on, like Michelle Rodriguez's character talking about a deer. Yeah. And you're like, what yeah, is yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's <laughs> one of the lines. It actually like, happens. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Like, that was just at the end of the story. And it's like, well, you know. Um, but yeah, like, or like when they visit the grave where they have only five. So uh, I I would thought the trailer will ruin that part. And then when no. they do more in that trailer, I was like, oh, this is fun. This is a really fun way to do this uh, scene. And to under- oh, good, understand the good context joke. of that yeah. too. Uh, context, you mean? Context? The context. Yeah. Okay. I think you said contact. Sorry, sorry, I meant sorry. context. <laughs> Um, but yeah like um a good joke is also repetitive like that's why that joke is isn't it in threes right comedy yeah it's like in threes more than threes are the best yeah Mm -hmm. Uh, i think they do well i feel like the joke would have been really it will be a little bit better if the person they're looking for was the first person like it comes all the way around to that first person they wasted their their whole uh, their whole journey and they're like yeah, yeah, the, their whole, whole the whole uh, journey was like they wasted their questions on that first person and then it would have been that person would be the oh, last they found person. out and they couldn't they couldn't get back to him yeah yeah uh but yeah we could go to spoilers really quick if there's any flippity flip oh the that's the spidey spoilers uh do you have any audrey that one um oh the best part that i think another part that we laughed uh unhinged is like when Zenik when you when you first meet Zenik and you you are in awe of his of his just stoicness you know he's a very stoic character and he comes you know and everybody's just yelling and yelling and they're like oh what is it and then like oh there's this giant fish and I was like I was like oh I was like oh is he gonna like kill the fish for them because all these people are poor and they they need they need the fish food they're like oh it'll feed our family for days on end you know yeah he goes and he takes off his jacket his beautiful jacket and then you go in there and you know and like his shirt's unbuttoned you're like oh he's very like "Mm, yeah and then he sticks his hand down this fish's mouth I was like oh no you know like the uh, he's 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 gonna get the secret the secret gem that they've all been looking for that will help you know lift the curse on their thing, and all of a sudden he he, he pulls out a, a a cat baby with a little with a little shirt <laughs> yeah. on. I was yeah. like, what? I'm like, there's a cat baby, and then all of a sudden, and then I, I assumed that he was gonna give the cat baby back to their the human parents, you know, because you know obviously you know who else would you give the cat baby to? Cause I think my cats are my babies. And then all of a sudden yeah. there's a, a giant ass uh, cat mom there with, with clothes on with human clothes on. And she was like, meow, meow, meow. And everybody was so happy that he saved the cat baby. You know, it was like, you know, and it's ironic that the cat ate the fish when usually, or no, I'm sorry, it was ironic. The fish, the fish the ate cat. the cat. Yeah. You know, that's the way around. So yeah. Like those type of jokes are really, I think thought of, like the thought of it is really executed really well. That's yeah, why. yeah, and I like. I think it works well with that it's all practical. It wasn't like a CG, a CG yeah. cat. Like it wasn't like that stupid Twilight thing where the baby's all CG, CG. you know, and it looks yeah. Or the completely uh, smooth where it's a doll. Yes, yeah, so just a baby. The what do you call it? The guy who's a sharpshooter. What was it? Man, what's that movie what? called? 
uh, Bradley man? Cooper. He was like a sharp American something sniper. Yeah, American sniper. sniper. Yeah. He, yeah. In the in the scene where he has a baby, it's a doll. Like obviously, it's, it's a doll. obviously a doll. Yeah. Uh, like they couldn't get it. Or on like set. in the first episode of the new Mandalorian. <laughs> oh, with the yeah, uh, yeah. the Yoda, the Yoda doll. <laughs> to say, I How about you, John? Um. It's it's I mentioned this earlier where the MCU scene, the very ending, it felt MCU. I don't know about you, Ben, where they tricked the red uh, mage or is it red, red wizard, red, the red, yeah, wizard. Red, red wizard lady. Because earlier, you know, Justin Smith wasn't powerful enough to stop time or uh, a spell to counter the stop time spell. But he was here. And then they do the thing where they do the trick where. Oh, he knew it. He knows the trick. Uh, the counter. We're pretending to be still. Here's Hulk coming out and stomping on oh, you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They do exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then uh, you know. And oh, the she, bear owl. Yeah, the bear, bear, bear yeah. owl. Doesn't stop until the she's bear like, owl stable. Bear. Oh, and then she's like, "You want me to hit it more?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, "That's very Avengers, like post Avengers type of film. Like you don't do that anymore." Uh, that idea is, comes from that, like the, the the comedic way to take down a bad guy or like a smart way to show all your heroes uh, successfully trick the bad guy. Uh, felt like that. It's like a superhero film. And I thought I really appreciate it because they did it in their own way. Like now if they do that, like an MCU, they kind of did it with Doctor Strange in the weird way with the time travel too. He has one uh, in his film. Uh, but then they, 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 with that scene, they go to... Uh, Michelle Rodriguez scene about letting go, about you know Chris Pine letting go of his wife. All this under the uh, underlying themes about the what do you call it the the the, the what's Failures. the type of bug? No, the dragonfly, the blue dragonfly. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. The whole that shows up dream. a lot. Yes, the movie, yeah. and the, you think the blue dragonfly reminds him of the the wife? It does. It does remind the wife, but it's a it's a such a moment in their lives. When they didn't have kids, when they were alone, and then he he was you know he he was a scared guy maybe in life because they probably were thinking about life. And he like they even mentioned that scene where you know he he you get a job and stuff. You will be part of the blah blah blah. What is it called that with a the book, the thing? And don't be scared basically. And then she's like and also let go like let go of those feelings of being scared like. Literally, the butter, not the butterfly, the dragonfly represents that. Like be, being afraid, letting go of um, your feelings of being scared of uh, your wife dying or you know passed away. The the memory. It's also letting go of your pain. Yes, pain. That's what. And I'm also saying. being able to move on and letting go of what he wants and yep. having to do what he thinks would be best for his daughter was is not the same thing that's going to be best for him. Nope, he no. Has to give her her mother her her. And she has her. a mother with Robert Rodriguez character right not now. robert i don't know who robert rodriguez is. oh oh michelle rodriguez <laughs> robert rodriguez is a director, director yeah. yes. uh, but yeah that, that those are like my fa- my two favorite ones. Oh, and then the pudgy dragon like you never see a pudgy dragon and oh, the they did boy. a really good yeah. job of he like maintaining like this action sequence with this unbalanced character that you see like it can't fly because it's a pudgy dragon but still it's still like their life is on the line because he's still destructive yeah yeah so i was like oh this is kind of cool way to do that scene but still even though it's like you see the dragon come out and it's like oh this dragon's been in the cave just eating humans the whole time never went up (laughs) so Mm -hmm. it's just a pudgy little dragon 
Uh, he looks like a Gila monster. Yes, yeah. Do you have any favorite scenes, Ben? It's the gelatin, gel, gel, gelatinous. Oh, uh-huh. uh huh. That is our second time. I feel like we saw that. Do you remember the first time? It's from uh, the the Pixar film. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Well, the Pixar film has a lot of that because, it, because it's like a play Fantasy, on D and D. Yeah. Yeah. I think I liked it because of I didn't know what they going to. I knew that was going to come because it's so popular among like. Dungeon Dragon players, yeah. That even that treasure chest, right? The yes, those treasure chests chest are yeah. also. And so then, that's uh, other the, thing I like too. The maze, you see other campaigns or other D. You see Link. You see Link. Yeah, there. that's the way you see Link. Okay. Yeah, he's a green. There's a whole green with the the oh, that, I, that I read long somewhere that long that, green hat. I read somewhere you know you saw those characters with bright colors. Yeah, that supposedly is a nod to the Dungeon Dragons cartoon show. Oh, they had in the eighties. So that's, that's why they're wearing too. bright colors. Yeah, yeah, see, I wish I knew more about this IP to to appreciate all the little Easter eggs and little fun things that I know are present. And because you can tell because the way like the camera holds on, holds yeah. on to things like yeah, a second, yeah, a second t- long. And you're like, oh, I know this is significant. I just don't understand why. But, you know, for somebody who can, I, I know that's a very a fun thing to have. <laughs> but yeah, I, I read somewhere that that is basically a direct... Uh, um, Oh, um, homage to those. Some polygon.com. Oh, it is? Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah they show it. Yeah. It's a like a short clip. It's, uh, it's awesome. I was like, oh, this is cool. It, it, it is, yeah. It gives its attention to it. So yeah. they're the ones who survive in the cage. Oh, that, that, that yeah, that's group, the group yeah. that's in the cage too later on. Yeah. Uh, I think that's it for now. Yeah, we highly recommend Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves or D&D Hat. Uh, I like to call it D and D hats, it's, um, it's, or it's called Dad Hat, or Dad, dad, hat. dad, hat. Yeah. Yeah. dad hats. Dad hats. I love Dad, dad hats. hats. I think Dad <laughs> hats is better. <laughs> I think Dad hat is actually better. Yeah, um, but yeah. Before we leave, where can they find you on online? Uh, you can find both of us on DateNightPlays dot com. We have no new content right now, no new videos, but you can check out on Patreon. Kill them all. I know this one will be releasing after the Fangoria uh, Chainsaw Award, but we made a video in February where we voted, Audrey and I voted for our favorites of 2022. Maybe we match uh, the Fangoria Chainsaw Awards this year. We'll check it out. Because, uh, it aired Sunday night, uh, this Sunday night of this recording. Uh, they May, aired the May, award show. May 23rd. So, so it should yeah, be May 23rd, when yeah. you're listening to this, yes. you'll, you'll be able to know. Okay. Ooh, nice. Exciting. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Benjamin Abai. You can find all of us on Instagram on thefreakingawesome.com. You could become a patron for no less than a dollar. Uh, that's the first tier. On second tier, you could have bonus episodes like what you guys mentioned before. Um, this will help us offset the running a web page and a podcast but if you can't do any of that please support listen subscribe rate or leave a comment on apple Podcasts or google play you can follow us on instagram or twitter at tfa now on the tiktok at the freaking awesome you can contact us at contacts at the freaking awesome dot com dot com no dot com you're right dot com. yeah dot com we're not con artists no not anymore. Uh, <laughs> thank you, CSA Chow, for producing the producing the episodes. Thank you, John, for creating all the videos and graphics for us. 
Thank you for listening. I'm Benjamin Abaya. I'm John Abaya. Madri Abaya. And this has been the Freaking Awesome Podcast.